Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends Rugby League Social Club Quizzes, a podcast here to convince you that social media isn't a bad place, you just need to follow the right people. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. No NRL, no problems. We are doing a series of NRL podcasts with fellow Rugby League podcasts. Joining me is Matt from the Bulldogs Fans Podcast. Welcome, sir. Uh, how are you, Big T? Thanks for having me. I'm feeling fantastic, champion. So tell us about the Bulldogs Fan Podcast. Uh, well, it started uh, midway through last year. Uh, we've run the Twitter account at NRL Bulldogs Fans for uh, a little while now, probably about five years. And I just sent a message to one of the other guys on there and said, hey, how about we do a Bulldogs podcast? Uh, that was Scott. He was on the podcast. He was like, yeah, let's do it. So we, we tried it out. Uh, we've had a few hiccups along the way, but enough people liked it. So we kept it, kept it going. And and I can't find any other one. Are you guys the only one? As far as we're aware, yeah. Yeah, wow. I'm sure. I'm sure if there was one out there, we'd we'd know about it. <laughs> yeah, and for such a big um, fan base, why do you think that is? Really, I have no idea. Yeah, I couldn't put a figure on it. We just saw a maybe a bit of a gap out there in the podcast world, and thought that. Well, I'm glad you did. So you've been nominated to be the trivia combatant. Any reason why the boys nominated you? Uh, it was a bit of to and fro between Scott and myself, and um, I eventually, I guess, I came out on top. We'll say. <laughs> and did you did you do some kind of trivia battle, or you just told Scotty too bad? Uh, well, at first I said, "Mate, you do it," and he said, "No, nah, mate, you do it." And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "It was the race to the bottom, not to the top." Okay. <laughs> I think right. we're nervous of uh, stuffing up and doing yeah. the Bulldogs podcast that doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't know the answers about the dogs. So. Well, the best thing is you're the only one. So you're the best podcast no matter what happens. So there you go. <laughs> okay. All questions yeah. are from the board game NRL Obsessed and are about the Bulldogs. They will vary from easy to hard and everywhere in between. And they are in no specific order. And most importantly, the bubble boy rule applies. So all answers are from the cards and the card is always right. And I hope that's okay with you. Yeah, let's go. Great. All questions are multiple choice. If you get it right, you get one point. But if you can answer it without the multiple choice, it's five points. I'll also give you bonus points for interesting anecdotes or facts. Ready to go? No time like the present, mate. (laughs) (laughs) For those listening along, see if you can out-knowledge a Bulldog podcast legend. One set of defence. That's what the season comes down to for the Bulldogs. Question number one. In what year were the Canterbury Bandog... The Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs established? 1935. Yeah, see? You're going to kill this. It's all good. (laughs) Take that, Scotty. Sitting at home. 35. Or Dogs Uh, to know that one, surely. There you go. (laughs) Next one. Who coached the Bulldogs in the 2001 season? Uh, Steve Folks. Yeah, well done. And... How I mean, I know that he, he passed away recently to a huge amount of outpouring. What were you doing? Do you remember where you were when you heard that? Or don't remember where I was, but I remember the feeling I had when I heard it. It was one of complete shock because he was still involved with the Gillaroos uh, uh, coaching. He was very much involved in the game right up to mm. his passing. Um, 
so a big shock. I don't think um, many people were expecting to hear hear folksy leaving us, but um, mm. I think the Bulldogs community as a whole went into a, a I wouldn't say depression, but a sadness fell over the whole community. Right, right. Uh, okay, under some happier times, up until and including 2017, how many NRL premierships have the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs won? Eight. Eight, yes, smashing it. Can you, <laughs> for additional points, yeah. name any of the years? You don't have to name all of them, but name as many as you can. 1938, 1942, 1980, 82, 83, 84, 95 and 04. Well, that's, I think that's too many. Is it, is it too for, many, is it? I think it was nine, <laughs> but I can't remember. Anyway, that's incredible. You're getting points anyway. Uh, <laughs> the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs have the dubious honour of being the club to concede the most points ever in a match. How many points was this? Uh, you, you can take multiple nine, choice. I think it was Sir George winning 97 to 6. Okay, so A, 91, B, 79, C, 95. 91. 91. Bang. And the fact that you even knew the team, extra, like the team that lost, <laughs> that beat you, extra points. Yeah, uh, I think it was uh, within a couple of weeks of losing to East 87 7 as well. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big, big fortnight. Okay. Uh, in, in 2017, Branko Lee transferred to the Bulldogs from which team? Oh, wow. Uh, can I have multiple choice? Yeah, yeah. A, South Queensland. B, multiple choice. C, Canberra Raiders. Uh, C, I'm going to go with. Well done. And do you, did you rate Branko Lee when he was with you? Uh, he was a solid uh, backup player. Yeah, okay, so no. That's a very polite no. Well done, sir. <laughs> Next one. Which which Steve Folks oh sorry, which was Steve Folks last season as a coach of the Canterbury Bankston Bulldogs? Oh, okay. Um multiple choice, please. Yep. Twenty over two thousand and eight, two thousand and two, two thousand and fourteen. Two thousand and eight. Yeah, and do you remember where you guys yeah. ended up? Uh not sure, to be honest. Oh, you I, I remember. I remember it was late in the two uh, thousands. Uh, you could have said anything. I wouldn't have been able to back that up. You could have said we were <laughs> third. And I would have gone well. excellent. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Next one. Which uh, of which of the Mortimer brothers was nicknamed Turvy? That would be Steve. Yes. Boom. Yeah, what a what a legend he was. Yes. And and why was his nickname that? Do you know. Actually, no, I don't know. Oh, again, I don't know why. Don't know Maddie, why you could have made it up. Missing out on the extra points. <laughs> you could have made uh, it up, and I would have believed you. Well, I've, I've had the pleasure of meeting Steve multiple <gasps> times, and uh, he is a legend in every every shape of the word. Okay, great. There's an additional point. Didn't need the nickname, just a small story. In in <laughs> 1995, the Bulldogs had their biggest win during the 90s when they won 66 to four against which team? That would be the North Queensland Cowboys. How do you remember that off the top of your head? <laughs> Um, when it comes to things like biggest win, biggest losses, I'm pretty good with that. Um, and the Cowboys were pretty pretty shit in the uh, in the nineties there, so yeah, up on the cellar dwellers. Yeah, couldn't get ninety one point difference. I'll just quickly add, but <laughs> but still, but still good nonetheless. Okay, in 2017, oh, and by the way, there's going to be a lot of questions about this legend. In 2017, Hazamel Masri held the club's record yeah. for the most first grade games. 
uh, for the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. How many first grade games did he play for the club? In 2017? No, I think in total. Well, in he total. held, it said in, two, it does say in 2017, he held the club record for the most yeah. amount of games. And then it says, how many first grade games did he play for the club? Okay. Uh, what's the multiple choice? Yeah, 317, 299, 329. 317 I'm going to go with. Yeah. And why didn't you take 29? Sorry? Why didn't you take 329? I was worried you were going to take that one. Uh, I felt like it was definitely over the 300-point mark. I just felt like 329 was uh, just out of reach there for him. Yeah, fair enough. And now one of the guys scored so many points. That's such a long career. Far out. Yeah. And uh, everyone forgets his try-scoring ability too. He holds the record for... Most tries at the club uh, as well. Um, well. This is unfair because I'm just about to give you a bonus point for extra anecdote <laughs> things, but there's a cl- there's a question about it later, so get ready to know oh, that no. one. Um, I remember his farewell game too. 40,000 people showing up to watch the Dogs and the Warriors play um, at ANZ Stadium. Uh, incredible, incredible scenes for a legend. I think it was even broadcast on uh, the, the USA news outlets across, wow. across there. Yeah, okay. Yes. Well, Big speaking- fake has signed, yeah. Big um, but while we're on overseas, in what country was Hazem El Masri born? Lebanon. Lebanon. Well done. And um, <laughs> did he play many games for Lebanon? Do you know? I think he, he might have played about four, or five. I don't know exactly, but I'm yep. pretty sure he um when he was coming through the ranks, just getting into that first grade squad, he he represented them quite a bit. Yeah, great. And well, they played too many back then. <laughs> yeah, that, unfortunately, that's true. Yeah. Okay, who coached the Bulldogs during this inaugural season? Oh, wow. Um, what's the multiple choice, mate? A, Ed Tedder Courtney, B, George Manson or Mason, and C, Frank Burge. I'm going to go Frank Burge. And yeah. I'm disappointed that I didn't say that initially because that's what my gut response was. <laughs> uh, well, you're going to hate me because it was A, Ed Tedder Courtney. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Well, We're both Frank learning must, things. Frank must have been a couple of years after that. Then. Yeah. Uh, and I, I would love to know what the Tedder stood for. Uh, which club did former Bulldogs great Terry Lamb coach in 2001? Uh, that would be the West Tigers. Didn't yeah. have too much success there, unfortunately. No. And also, Terry um, playing as he did in 1988 always sat very weird for me that he came and coached the Tigers. I know bygones are supposed to be bygones, but that rang a bit weird for me. Do you remember the 88 grand final? Uh, I wasn't around, unfortunately. I was a bit okay. young for that one. Um, have you watched it uh, since? I have watched it since. I actually did a tweet off my personal account, um, like a commentary tweet a couple of years ago off that game. And did you enjoy it? <laughs> I, I really did enjoy it. I thought the, um, the ruckus about the, the, that tackle, that we'll say, uh, might have been blown out of proportion a bit, but I did feel like the dogs were on top before that. Uh, it looks like that's the end of our episode. Thanks man, for coming. <laughs> oh, well, see, I grew, that's okay. I grew up. I, it was a childhood story as I was going to bed that, that Terry Lamb stole that grand final from us. So I'm sure I was, uh, you know, that's that's pure brainwashing from an early age. So I, you, I, I've not watched the game. No, I only just watched the, I only just watched the 89 grand final um, at the end of last year, but I'd only ever seen highlights and, and again, it was a bedtime story. So it was, you know, it was like an evil witch. I wasn't ever going to supposed to go and watch her, but she, uh, yeah. that was a pretty good game. The 89 grand final. It was. Um, Is the, the 88, 88 one good? 
It was. It's really well. I'm a Bulldogs fan, so it's great know, for me. But, but um, but if you think it, the '89 was good, do you think the '80? I mean, is it the same kind of caliber, fast pace, and entertaining, or or did you like it because it's a Bulldogs thing? Uh, it's probably not as good as '89 as far as general rugby league goes. Right. Uh, as a Bulldogs fan, you got to watch it. Um, I was expecting for the tackle to be more severe than it actually was because I've obviously heard the stories, Terry yeah. Lamb's taking him out and all that. But watching it, um, like throughout the whole game. Uh, I don't know, but maybe maybe I'd buy us too less. Yeah, well, I mean, you guys were. I mean, that t- uh, anyway. Terry Lamb was phenomenal. Outside of that thing, he he was a great player. Uh, let's move on to more recent times. What was the 2017 home stadium of the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs? Uh, ANZ Stadium. Yeah, ANZ. I don't know. It's a weirdly. It's, it looks like it was supposed to be a trick question, but. Yeah, I was waiting for the trick question there. Yeah. No, it's silly showground or something, but no, ANZ. Yep. Which teams lost to the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs in the last round of the regular season cost them a spot in the 2017 NRL Finals? Oh, what's the multiple choice? Yeah, what a hideous question. A, Manly <laughs> Warringah Seagulls, B, St. George of the Warrior Dragons, or C, Canberra Raiders? It's got to be a guess, but I'm going to have to say St. George of the Warrior. And it's an excellent guess. They always it, just miss out, right? That's exactly right. Well, that's exactly the logic I would have used as well. Uh, which Canterbury Bankstown player scored 342 points in 2004, setting a record for the most amount of points in a season? Well, that's the great Hazem El Masri. Yeah. And did you see his video um, when Cam Last Smith yeah, passed, his, passed his record? I thought it was hilarious. So <laughs> good. So, so good. It was, um, it was done in good, good taste, I thought. And uh, the little message at the end, congratulating Cam, was, yeah. was really well done by us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, next one. Who was the top try scorer for the Bulldogs in 2006? 2006. Wow. Um, what's the multiple choice? Yeah, I wonder if this is going to help. A, Luke Patton. B, Hazem El Masri. C, Matthew Utai. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just going to go Hazem the role. Has him a guess. No, you're absolutely right because that guy is one of my favourite Bulldogs players ever and he just seemed to come up over and over again in this. Uh, in 2017, what were the three home colours of the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs? Three home colours? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, three home colours. Don't know what they mean by that. What's the multiple choice? Black, red, blue. White, blue, purple. Black, white, blue. Oh, okay. Black, white, blue. Yeah, they stitched you up. I think sometimes they, that sounds like it's supposed to be hard, like that ANZ Stadium one, and then they're like super, super easy. Have they ever yeah. been any other colours? Uh, no, we've, we've had the, the black in the early 30s on the shorts. Uh, the black on the jersey has been pretty recent addition, apart from that. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, World War Two era when they couldn't use the um, certain coloured dyes because they were going towards the, the World War um, operation. Yes. We did wear, yeah, we did wear maroon and like a sky blue V. That is right. a four-point anecdote. That was, you've reached <laughs> all the way back in time to tell me a colour thing. So this question was super, super easy, and your incredible answer was way, way hard. So <laughs> excellent job. Who was the 2017 Thanks. captain of the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs? 2017, okay. Oh, how do I not know the recent ones? Uh, what's the multiple choice? <laughs> James Grant. No, that's incredible. You're telling me about the war, but you're having trouble with two, two years ago. James Graham, Trent Hodkinson, Brett Kamali. 
uh, Graham. And were you really upset uh, upset to see him? Were you upset to see him leave? I was. um, Maybe at the end of his bulldog stint, he wasn't playing as good as he had been previously. Mm -hmm. But as far as a leader goes, and I always thought he was like a bulldog type player. He really leads his packs uh, aggressively and... um, you don't want to follow anyone else out onto the football field other than James Graham, I would yeah. imagine. So from that aspect, I was sad to see him leave. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, how many finals matches did Canterbury-Bankstown win to reach the 2012 NRL Premiership Grand Final? Uh, three. Three finals. Uh, okay, let me tell you the multiple choice, although I'm not sure it's going to help. A1, B2, C3. Okay, well, it's got to be two then. <laughs> well done. <laughs> uh, now, that, how did you feel about that one? 2012? Yeah. Uh, going into it, I thought we were outsiders. Um, it was the grand final that Melbourne should win. But I had this, I don't know, this underlining belief within me that the dogs played as good as they could on, during that season, that we might mm. be able to ju- just scrape one by a couple of points past them. But uh, there's a couple of things that happened in that match. The, I remember Josh Morris chasing a kick downfield and about straight up, it looked like he was going to get it. And Billy Slater did this freakish jump to knock it out of the uh, in-goal area. Right. So to me, it felt like a big, a big uh, swing in the game. I think Melbourne were in front at that point anyway, but I, I felt like that really hit the confidence. Yeah. The team, that we're rattling back. But anyway... Great anecdote, <laughs> sir. In 2002, how many wins in a row did the Bulldogs achieve? 21. No, no, it was 17. 17, and you corrected it before I did the multiple choice. Well done, so you get all five. Yeah, yep. Uh, 2002, there you go. This, that's, you know, starting to get old, so you definitely know it. It's instead of this 2017 <laughs> weird mind blank. Um, how come they didn't go on to win that year? 2002, was it? Yeah. Oh, we got stripped of, uh, I think it was 37 competition points yeah. for being over the salary cap. We were fined half a million dollars as well. Um, yeah. That was gut-wrenching as a Bulldogs fan. I remember, I, I don't think I've ever felt that way. Uh, about because you were angry or, or what, 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 what can you remember feeling? I just remember feeling it was unfair. Like, I was quite young back then, but I was feeling like, it's not the fans' fault. It's not the players' fault. Why are they the ones being punished? Right. Um, and yeah, I think it was the most gut wrenching feeling I've ever felt within rugby league. Yeah. So you were it's angry all... with the NRL more than with um, than the Bulldogs organisation at the time. No, I think I was angry with the administrators at the club. Right. Right. But right. I, I, I never blame the fans or or the players. Obviously. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you were going to say until. I was going to say until uh, last week when uh, the whole whole competition yeah. got pulled off due to the recent events. And so that was a similar uh, feeling for you? For me, it was, yeah. Rugby league yeah. as a whole, like I'm a massive Bulldogs fan, don't get me wrong, but I'd like to think of myself as a rugby league fan first and to lose the entire game, uh, for me, uh, it was hard. <laughs> Matty, you and I, this is why we're super best friends because I would also describe myself as a rugby league fan first and then the way I view it or, or love it is through the West Tigers. And so... Yeah, I watch I watch all the games and enjoy all of the sport, and and I just feel the most anxious when I'm watching the Tigers. And it's great to hear that you're you're the same. Yeah, um, there's a few of us out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the 2010 season? Sorry, who was the 2010 season coach for the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs? Kevin Moore. Who the, Who was Kevin Moore? 
Uh, he's the son of Bullfrog. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think he had quite an extensive career in reserve grade. Might have played a couple of top grade games, but if I had to guess, I'd say under 10 top grade games. Right. Uh, but he's played quite a lot in the reserve grade and stayed with the club after he stopped playing, went through the coaching ranks mm. and uh, got it after folks. And also, you just coming out with he played about 10 first grade games and no one's going to no one's gonna fact check you on that, so you get extra points. <laughs> This is how I'm glad you're finally in the swing, Matty. This is how it works. Just make stuff up. Might get some DMs from some Bulldogs fans. That's okay. (laughs) But the points are already tallied by them. So you can go, oh, thanks so much for your feedback. Thanks for listening to the episode. You know, I already got 110 points or whatever. (laughs) Who who was the 2017 coach for the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs? Oh, no, we're in the 2017 world. 2017, that's got to be Hasler. Yeah. And um, do you, I mean, how do you feel about him now? Uh, yeah, I, I don't really like does he at the moment. Um, he and uh, Raylene Castle really ran the club into a, a poor position, in my opinion, and we've mm-hmm. been dealing with it for like the last three or four years, unfortunately, uh, which is really sad because we're such a big club, such a proud club, and what we've had to endure, all fans go for ups, ups and downs, but what we've yeah. had to go through the last couple of seasons has been really sad. And what about um, his success with Manly now? Does that kind of make you even more annoyed or, w- or would you feel slightly better if he was, say, if Manly were not being as successful? Well, I hate Manly at the best of times, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> to, to be totally honest. Uh, yeah. But my biggest concern if I was a Manly fan, though, was um, what happened to Manly after he left, what happened to the Bulldogs after he left. Yeah. So Manly, Manly in a couple of years, I don't know. Is he doing, mm. is he doing similar things over there right now? Mm, they're pretty, pretty, pretty solid side though. At the moment, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I could have said the same thing about you in 2012, 14. Anyway, uh, what colours is? Oh, sorry, what colour is the bulldog within the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs 2017 logo? White. Yeah, and I love that you said it like a question because <laughs> again, it sounds like it's supposed to trick you, but that's uh, yeah. you're probably looking at a picture of it right now, and it's definitely white. Which Canterbury Bankstown Bulldog rookie was the club's top? Try scorer in 2017 with 12 tries. 2017. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go with um. Oh, 2017 rookie. What's the multiple choice, mate? A. Marcelo Montoya. B. Brad Abbey. C. Matt Frawley. Montoya. Yeah, it is Montoya. I'm glad I asked for multiple choice there. <laughs> Who are you gonna say? I was gonna say Tim Lafayette. You might not oh, have they... been at the club then. <laughs> <laughs> In their first year, what was the Canterbury Bankstown's home ground called? In the first year? Mm. Oh, this is a tricky one because I was um, under the pressure in 1935. We played all the way games until we got to Belmore in 1936. But I will, I will take uh, – well, give me the multiple choice and I'll, I'll try to pick the right one. Okay, well, I've given you a, a couple of points now uh, because that was just great already in telling me the 1936 bit. A, they had no home ground. B, Belmore Oval. And C, uh, Belmore Showground. Well, there you go. To go A, they had no yeah. home ground. Yeah, and I'm going to give you all five points because um, I feel like that's what you were saying, but you were worried that the card was going to get it wrong. So I was, I was worried that the card was going to say something like Pretton Park or yeah. one, of, one of the old West home grounds. Yeah. yeah. Okay, after beating South Sydney, the Bulldogs became the first, gl- the first club to win three consecutive matches by one point. And which season was this? Oh, wow. Okay. What's the multiple choice? I, I remember the period of time. I just can't put a number on it. As far I'm as really worried. 
I'm really worried this isn't going to help then because A's 2013, B's 2014, C's 2012. 2014? It was 2014. Yeah, 2014. I, I remember almost dying three weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. Oh, and that, um, was, uh, and who was booting those at the time? Was it Hodkinson? Yeah, I think he got all three of them. Yeah, okay. right. He was right that, in his, uh, his period of like good form. Yeah, he and, really he and Reynolds. Right yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times have the Bulldogs been runners-up in an NRL premiership? Ten. Holy shit, how the hell did you know that? <laughs> uh, before 2012, I always thought it was quite neat that we had won eight and uh, lost eight. Um, ah. we've, we've, lost, we've lost two since then. So. That's excellent knowledge. <laughs> That's an excellent anecdote and excellent knowledge. There you go. Okay, well, let's keep going. Up until the and including 2017, when was the last time the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs were runners up in an NRL grand final? B twenty fourteen against Souths. That's right. And and tell me about that game. Where did you watch it? What what were you doing? I actually watched it from uh, with Scotty from the podcast mm. in the South Sydney's borough. Why? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I remember correctly, we weren't supposed to make the grand final. Um, it was a late run throughout the final series that got us there. We ended up getting whatever tickets were remaining. I think about five or six days out from the grand final. Yeah, so there just happened to be two seats in the borough. <laughs> How so did we, that go? Like, were they actually, horrible to you? Were they lovely to you? No, they're actually really, really good. Um, so I'm not sure if it's just because it was their first one since being put back in the competition and it was like 40 or 42 years since they'd won one. But we sat there, we got there pretty much as gates open, sat down, and then as it filled up, uh, every single South fan around us uh, shook our hands, uh, had, had a little talk about the season, uh, wish each other good luck and sat wow. down and enjoy enjoy the game. Um, they did they did do uh, their, their songs that they're famous for, especially towards the end when they're up by so much. But there was yeah. never any never any hostility between the South fans and uh, us two. There was one uh, loser on the way out that sort of jumped in front of us as we were walking out, uh, but the police grabbed that guy and it was all good. And can I also just say, that's great to hear and, and great yeah. for the borough, but it's also a reflection on you two because you could have easily turned that situation south if you if you had been stupid. So it's great to hear that you guys were also doing a great job of being great that, that'll encourage them to also be great. Yeah, and I Good remember we actually sat through the entire trophy presentation and all that too. So that earned oh, wow. quite a lot of respect by the <laughs> by the fans around us. I remember one guy sitting uh, to the left of me, he was probably... I don't know, in his 50s, and he just broke down in tears once that final siren went. And oh, to me, shut up. To me, that's what 40 years And like. It'd be a different story if we lost to Souths now, but if we had to lose to a team back then in the grand yeah. final, Souths would have been who I would like to lose to. So it was, it was pretty amazing being there for Souths' first premiership in 42 years or whatever it was. So. Yeah, and this is you proving that you're a rugby league fan, Matty, because that's excellent, sir. Um, okay, what position does Adam Elliott... There's a complete change of gear. What position <laughs> does Adam Elliott play for the Bulldogs? I'm going to say the card's going to say second row. The card's going to say second row. Now you're even predicting what the card's going to say. I love it. Because you're absolutely right. That's what it says. Yeah, he's a second row lock. Um, I prefer him in the second row. And and okay, and, the, and so you and the card are even agreeing now with, with your... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on what you think is best played. I like it. Uh, now, this is, now, this now, is how you, you know I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. 
1995, Canterbury Bankstown changed its name to what? Uh, the Sydney Bulldogs. I think a lot of the Sydney Tigers as well. And yeah. Roosters were a bit later, I think. And why do you think they um, changed it back? Uh, I think it was because... Oh, well, changed it back's pretty easy. We're, we're the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs, not the Sydney Bulldogs. I don't think we ever really took on the name, the Sydney mm. Bulldogs. I remember mm. um, grand finals, Ray Warren screaming out, boys from Canterbury Bankstown, all that sort of thing. Um, yeah. But I think they changed it to Sydney Bulldogs because we're going for the Super League war back then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah all yeah. about branding. So. Yeah, I remember that period all too well. So Still scarred by it today with our things, but anyway. Up it's to, to see you're still question. in the game, though, Big T. Oh, true, true. And look, West are a great team, so I'm really glad that we ended up going with another foundation club. That's another podcast. Up until and including 2017, what was the last time the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs won the premiership? This is also our last question. That's 2004. Yeah, and where were you for that one, sir? I was watching it in the living room of um, my family's living room, actually, uh, both my brothers and my mum, and I think Dad was there as well. Um, yeah, that was that was another weird one. Um, I remember getting into that game, every single expert had ridden off the Bulldogs. It was all mm. there for the Roosters. Um, and they had a chance to win it right to the final seconds if it wasn't for an ankle tap from Andrew Ryan. So uh, even up to the final seconds, I never felt safe. Uh, celebrated hard afterwards. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a really good feeling. Yeah, I bet. Uh, oh, great. I didn't, I've got to watch that game again then because I just watched the 20... The 2013 one today with the Roosters and Melbourne, sorry, yeah. Roosters and Manly, and I'd completely forgotten. I think at the time I was angry that those two teams that kept winning were so great at the time were in it, so I was annoyed the whole game. But I watched it today, and it's a phenomenal game. And so I've got to, it sounds like I've got to go and do the same thing for 04. I've got to go back and listen to that because in my brain, I watched that the, the, the Bulldogs were winning the whole time, and that was the end of the game. But obviously, that's not what happened. We were ahead for the majority of the game, but the Roosters were within a try. Yeah, the whole time. and was yeah. it was Freddie playing then? Freddie, uh, I think I think it was his farewell game. Actually, I think we sent oh, him down right. a loser. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sixteen <Great>. thirteen. <laughs> sixteen thirteen. Oh my god! You've just you're not going to believe this, but those points have just put you over the top. Your total is one hundred and fifteen. Oh wow, that's incredible! That's as awesome. You, as I said to you before we started recording, I, I was. Bit nervous before this one because normally when I sit down for a podcast, I know what's coming. But today, yeah. <laughs> but it's your anecdotes, sir. I think it was that's what it, um, has really, really pulled you along because they were fantastic. Especially when you were answering questions before you throw out an answer, you'd start giving me additional years and extra other stuff around the answer. That's just how my brain works trying to get to the answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Are you happy with how you went? Yeah, yeah, I did a lot better than I thought. So, uh... and you think Scotty and the boys are going to be happy? Yeah, I think so. I hope so. It definitely did better than he would have, I think. <laughs> the bands has already started. I love it. Now, well, no, uh, this good to see the Bulldogs on top. Yeah, that's exactly right. Now, speaking of the Bulldogs, how can um, people get in, in and around your podcast? Yeah, well, uh, social media channels. We're on um, Twitter at LRL Bulldogs fans, Instagram at LRL Bulldogs underscore fans. Uh, Podcasts, more specifically, just search it on uh, Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Uh, if you don't have those, just search it in your engine, and hopefully it'll pop up. I'm sure, we're on most <laughs> of the main we're on most of the main ones these days. So yeah, 
Yeah. So ho- hopefully, yeah, any Bulldogs fans out there that don't know about us, come over, give us a listen. Yeah, great. Well, thanks so much, Matt. This has been fun. No, thank you, Big T, and thanks for the invite. No, not at all. Best of luck with the rest of the Asterix season. I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean, how am I feeling? How did you compare to Matt? Let us know through your favourite platform. Enjoy your sport for another week. Get around the good people at the Bulldogs Fan Podcast on the socials and join us again next week. Talk to you then, sports best friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes and we bloody love yous.